Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card, issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. So why do you want to learn a new language? I'll tell you why. Because donde esta el baño can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much anywhere and learn the language of my choice. Not to mention I'm bringing my communication skills to new heights. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash startalk. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash startalk today. Welcome to Star Talk. Your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. This is Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, and I'm also director of New York City's Hayden Planetarium at the American Museum of Natural History. And I got with me my co-host, Chuck Nice. Hey, Neil. Chucky Baby. Hey, how are you? Tweeting at Chuck Nice Comic. Thank you, sir. Yes. I follow you, by oh, the way. I follow you, too. You do. That's to very nice of you. The, <laughs> to the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. Actually, I might follow you in a list. I have a lot of lists that I follow, because I follow comedians and okay, I follow now, scientists. Now I don't feel special. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you, you have yet I follow you. Then you qualify. Well, I, yeah, I follow you. Forty six entities, <laughs> which includes like the Pentagon right. and you know the Navy and DARPA. All right, and Chuck and Chuck Nice. <laughs> Somebody will find your Twitter f- profile and be like, "How did Chuck hack his Twitter profile to get in this list?" <laughs> well, today we're exploring the science of the singing voice Ooh. through my interview with singer songwriter Kelly Clarkson, Miss mm, Independent. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, the full interview, because for this, we, we cut and paste for this. Mm-hmm. The full interview is available on the Star Talk YouTube channel. Very nice. All right. And her newest album, which is how she landed in our universe, mm-hmm. is called The Meaning of Life. Oh. That's how that's how this happened. Let me tell you, if right? Kelly Clarkson is telling me the meaning of life, I don't want to live. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so we have in studio expert guest because I am no voc- vocologist or vocal. I I sing really good in the shower. Well, you no no your speaking voice would betray the fact that you might be able to sing oh. well in the shower. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, okay, the acoustics <laughs> in the shower make all everybody sound good. <laughs> <That's> uh, <laughs> 
Our guest today is professor and performer Brian Gill. Welcome to the show, Brian. Hey, thank you very much. Brian, so, so, so you are, I got here, you are associate professor of voice. Yes. That's and, a thing. Yes, and voice pedagogy. And voice oh, pedagogy. Yes. Wow. At uh, Indiana University. <laughs> yes. This is in uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Bloomington, Indiana, yes. Lovely little college town. Uh, the Jacobs School of Music. Yes. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. And thanks. it says here you are a vocologist. Yes. Vocologist. That, that's, that's just wrong. That should that's not it. be a word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They made that up. They they made, made you made, you I, made I, that I up. I did it real quick on the fly. Uh, I'm sorry. I won't be in this Friday. I have an appointment with my vocologist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fired. It sounds official, so then it, it does. does. Yeah. Just because you're good at a thing doesn't mean you put ologist on it, and then it, that's another thing. Are yes. you a voice teacher or mm-hmm. a vocologist? I'm a funnyologist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a comedologist. Right, comedologist. So you're a tenor. Yes. And you perform, you're a performer as a yep. tenor. Uh, an opera, musical theater, love musical yep. theater, yeah, concert too. recitals in the U.S. and in Europe. Uh, I feel privileged that you're you're yeah, in town. I and feel we, privileged to be here and, with you two. We, so. we snatched you out of you were going to head back to Indiana yesterday. Y- yes, and going back tonight. And so. and we delayed your plane, yeah. knowing that you. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta know trouble on the tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know. I got people. I got. I know the guy who does the, the stop checks the engines. <laughs> right. <laughs> You see that dude out there with the two yeah. like cones, they, lit up cones? They, yeah. yeah, those are Neil's They dragged me off. Right. <laughs> I didn't know what hit me. So uh, I, have to, I have to ask, what specifically is vocology? The quick definition, science and practice of voice habilitation, and if necessary, rehabilitation. Gotcha. Oh, oh so, so now I know mm. what habilitation is. Yeah. I never knew. We all know what rehabilitation of is. Of course. Yeah, but, but nobody ever habilitates. Truly. No, right, only no. in private. Yeah, I do right. habilitate. Fix it, yeah. fix it later. <laughs> wait till it's broken. Well, wait. So habilitate is the... What would that be then? The the, the sustenance and care and feeding of your yeah, voice. You right. teach you teach a person so you really don't high level function, so you do not injure your. So voice. you don't injure. It. Yes. So there's, then the you key. don't have to rehabilitate. That's right, because it's it's more difficult to rehabilitate than habilitate. Gotcha. Once the system's broken, to get the pieces back together, including the mind and how the person reacted to the injury or the breakdown of the system, is very difficult. Wow, uh, no. oh, that's, that's when you know you're a so, real singer when you have a singing injury and and. and <laughs> I would uh, love to be you? in this ah! opera, but I'm oh. on injured reserve. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I tore my rotator cuff hey, in right. my voice. Now yeah. playing the part of Common, unfortunately. <laughs> well, then, due, and, to, due to injury. <laughs> I'm out for the season. It's out for the season. Yeah, I'm right. Yes. <laughs> That's what happens. But it, and it covers, it covers any professional voice user, which would also be someone like you all that use your voice in this medium. Right. So We do. That, yes. That's right. Yeah, so if something that. happens with a politician or, or a teacher at school or something like that, because they have a heavy voice load, then a vocologist is uniquely trained to help them out. I remember Bill, Bill Clinton. Yes. I remember yeah. he Where needed, no. yeah, and he ran into, yeah, he already sounded like this to begin <laughs> with. Yeah, I just want to let you know that I talk like this because I'm not habilitating the way I should. And yes, then yeah. I remember uh, he was um, either campaigning for uh, himself or Hillary or Barack Obama. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he had to come off the campaign trail because he, he lost had, his voice. He had injured yeah. his voice. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. call it an injury. Yeah. 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 So it's a really common thing, unfortunately. Okay. Wow. But this if you're habilitated. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. All right. So we'll be drawing on your expertise heavily Excellent. for this conversation that I've had uh, with Kelly Clarkson. She's 
been judged as one of the best vocalists in the industry. I'm going to say so, yeah. She's I got agree. a powerhouse voice. She mm-hmm. does. From She's the, from the versatile. Mm-hmm. Sold 25 million albums, 36 wow. million singles worldwide. Jeez. And she was the first artist in history. I got I got crack team of researchers here to top each of Billboard's pop, adult contemporary, country, and dance charts. Wow. Man. And only two of those actually count. <laughs> Which one's pop? pop and dance? What, what, right? <laughs> no, country, country, country people. Country now is huge. Yeah, yeah country is huge. Country's huge. Right. Yeah, I'm country, joking. Who country is what huge? Do I know? Yeah. I'm joking. So I had to ask her about her newest album, The Meaning of Life. I'm checking out. So The Meaning of Life is your eighth album. Yes. And now, forgive me, I haven't heard all your albums. Yes. But I heard this one. I'm so offended. <laughs> but I, I've listened. I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I've heard your... The stuff that is charted off yeah. of those albums. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I've heard those. In this album, it is there's a soulfulness to it. Yes. That, but it has sort of pop roots, bringing soul Definitely into it. Pop. And I'm I'm old enough. To, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to ask myself, where would they have put this album in the stovepiped categories in yeah. a record shop? Yeah. And I don't think there's a spot. No, I mean it's I guess pop just because no, popular. Uh, no, you, no, there's too much soul. Excuse me. No, 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 (laughs) no, it is. It is a more soulful pop. Well, it's funny though. Because you sing and I just have to stop what I'm doing and just just feel it. It is soulful pop. And I, it's definitely, there's definitely a difference when you listen to this album versus the other albums. I mean, one, you can just, I'm happy and it creates a whole different, that happiness creates a whole domino effect of different sounds and tones and and, and even the freedom that Atlantic has given me creates a whole different vibe. Because an artist in, the, in their form to where they're able to just go, okay, well, wait, I can do whatever I want. Like, you yeah. know. It's like, it's, what? Holy. Yeah, God. it's scary because uh-huh, you're uh-huh. like, wait, it's all on me. Now you're accountable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This stuff doesn't sell. Yeah. yeah. yeah right, right. But luckily, I love, I was telling my husband this, like, even before the album dropped, I was like, I've literally been waiting so long to make this musical footprint that, like, even if it didn't do as well as other things... I'm still happy at the end of the day for that, you know, because I've been very blessed. I've had 15 great years of success and and I'm very thankful. So, so Brian, for, from a sort of a vocologist's perspective, what sets her voice apart? Happiness? Uh, happiness. <laughs> I think now that we heard that, that's I love that. Though. That's beautiful. And now we know that she was something. miserable uh, yeah, for the last 15 that. years before this <laughs> album. Well, she, she's what I'd call a, a thoroughbred of, of uh, vocalists mm-hmm. in that she can do something that's a very high demand on the voice, uh, the amount of, uh, we call it connection at the vocal fold level. Um, and that vocal she's, fold. Vocal what is that? fold what is that? The vocal folds are two flaps of tissue in the larynx right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't front, do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That, Let me see uh, if I can do that. That when air... I, no, no, I can't. I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, flick oh. your finger into your throat. <laughs> he plucked his throat plucked and made throat. a sound. We'll get to acoustics soon, Wait. right? Yeah, that's it. There you go. No, I'm not doing that to my neck. I'm sorry. First of all, let's get around. Let me tell you something. No, I think he's a robot. I am. (laughs) I am plucking myself so hard that it hurts, and I still can't get any sound out of it. Yeah, you have to close the vocal folds, and you'll get it. I'll close the vocal folds. Like you're lifting something, you go. Oh my God! Ow! It worked. Worked. Nice, nice Susan, job. Susan, I am not even attempting that. That's it. That. I'm That's sorry. it. Nice. Yeah, but you can't read. <laughs> but she she's been able to sustain that kind of production and really really well over fifteen. I mean, plus years. I mean, it's been fifteen years in stardom, but but even longer than that. So now she, is that something natural, or can you can you? Is it like? But we'll muscles? get to that. Well, let me get yeah. to that. Oh, okay, later. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm so, sorry. So so um, 
so Brian, you performed opera, mm-hmm. hard rock, yes, funk. When I had hair, okay, yes, yes, <laughs> funk, yeah. funk, uh-huh. not in Indiana. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that was in another municipality. Another life. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, jazz, uh, even Indian classical music, yeah, which Indian I love. Classical. I love Indian yeah. classical. No. Um, w- of these genres, not only the ones you performed there, but what Kelly Clarkson has has shined in. Can you rank them based on the demands on vocal performance? Mm. Yeah. I, well, I think they all have different demands, especially hard rock, sort of the gravel people expect in the voice and heavy metal, that kind of thing. Ooh, but, the gravel. I mean like a yeah. Janis Joplin yeah. gravel. It's like a noise, kind of like a, a snarl. <sighs> Grip. Exactly, like, like, yeah. you're, like you're taking a dump and drinking Jack Daniels at the same time. Where did you get that? Difficult to pass. It's hard. I'm just saying it's a difficult thing to say things I can't then get out of my head for the next 48 hours. It's got to sound more constipated. (laughs) Janice, we need more constipation. (laughs) My friends all have Jaguars. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or like oh, Joe, or, Joe Cocker. Yeah, Joe you know Cocker, I mean? man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and, but then you get to, like for Westerners, Indian classical music involves different tonality, mm-hmm. and that's really challenging. So figuring out how to do that. Luckily, I was not the lead singer, mm-hmm. so I was, I was the head of a, a backing group now, uh, behind it. I'm sorry, I don't know anything about Indian classical music. Is that the music that goes on for like a half hour without it can a go, change? Yes, it can go on a long time okay. with just a beat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. And they kind of chant. sitar's over, yeah. in there somewhere, yeah. too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. yeah. Okay, yep. cool. All right, yep. cool. <laughs> so uh, in these genres then, because they come from such different cultural places, country, Indian, funk, pop, is it technique or do you have to actually feel it do you need some some genetic link back into that place Mm -hmm. to draw from Mm -hmm. in order to perform or to excel both i think there's a technique to it there's a way that you use your voice that that you can uh actually define in a scientific way what the people are doing it's not Uh it's no longer as much of a mystery but then there's also an exposure to a genre that's in in absolutely imperative someone have or else they sound they sound like a poser yeah Yeah, yeah. you have to grow up loving it and it's got to be in 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 your under your skin yeah Mm -hmm. so i have Mm -hmm. i have people who come to me as opera singers and then they're like i want to do a little bit more rock but I was like, well, do you like rock? Mm, not really. And well, so get the hell out gonna, of here. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna sound <laughs> the guy funny. down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked Kelly about her, uh, how she conveys feelings and emotions mm-hmm. in her singing. So let's check it out. Now, that's got me thinking. I can read a poem on a page mm-hmm. or rhyme, and it'll mean something informationally to me, perhaps. But if I hear you sing it, mm. there's a whole other conduit of communication going on oh definitely and are you you must be self-aware of that and you can go in there and you can yeah manipulate it you how are you what's your balance what's your balance i like to be a you know be a bit poetic but at the same time keep the story simple enough to where people aren't focused on the words of the story, it's more focused on the feeling of the story. Because I'm more of an emotional person. Because otherwise, than, just go out and read a damn book. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> if you want words, yeah. too many words. All yeah. Right. Like, I always feel like, okay, I know I talk about Meryl Streep a lot. But my point Not of her. Not yet on this show. I know, but I'm just saying, I do talk about her a lot. But <laughs> but here's my point. I've never said this before. But it's like, because I, I love feel like. I love Meryl Streep. Oh, mm-hmm. but I feel like she's one of those people. It could be a silent movie. And she would effortlessly, flawlessly dictate by her 
her emotions, her eyes, just her, every part of her, you would know exactly what she's saying without her saying anything through the entire movie. I think she would have been like the most fantastic silent actress as well. She does so much. And I think that as a singer too, like that's what I try to do. Like with songs, I try to like, you know, whatever the words are, I could be not saying words at all and just singing melody, but by my intensity or by the modulation just, of that by my emotion. Yeah, you could almost tell the story I'm saying without even ha there being words. Yeah. So, Brian, is there would you would you say there's an evolutionary propensity to respond to a singing voice as opposed to just a spoken voice and yeah. and why i mean what's That's if you're just communicating information i'll just utter a sentence mm -hmm. but somehow that doesn't work as well as if i sing a sentence yeah i think singing and the and the different uh timbres that you have and ranges that you use in singing are more impactful with communication you know darwin uh had a thought that in hominids like early the uh -huh. progenitor of man uh mm -hmm. you know that that uh the first utterances were probably musical mm. Um, yeah, and so I mean, if you think about you most like, species, like doo-wop or yeah, like a little doo-wop, <laughs> bunch of cavemen, <laughs> just like doo 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 doo. We don't have vocabulary yet. Oh, that's right. So it's just ba ba doo ba ba da ba doo ba. That's where scat was invented. But they most species have some kind of song for for mating and, yeah. and attracting people and oh. identifying, uh, you know, family and and territory and all those things. So. I just. Yeah. An early hominid standing outside of a cave, a cave, going, "My mind's telling me yes, but my body, my body's telling me no." <laughs> Come on out here, girl. <laughs> oh Lord, I'm sorry. So, go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. I had to ask Kelly about the basis for the, the thematic basis for her current album. Yeah. So let's check it out. The meaning of life. It, when you say it like that, it's far more dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of bodacious, audacious. Yes. To be calling your album. It was album. bold. It was bold. You can figure out the meaning of life when you buy my album. <laughs> that's that's, a great that's selling it. Point. It's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the, wow. the golden ticket. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I, that means I don't get to learn it. I know. Not just now. yet. Not till you get it. I'm oh. just saying. So the meaning of life. Is this something you you've known for a while or just kind of came onto it? No, I mean, I think we're all under construction and I think um, it, the point of like me that. doing it. We're all under construction. We are. And Beautiful. Think that I think that meaning of life is really just about connection and making sure there are positive connections. You know, there's always people. People that, to people. Yeah, so, and really, I think it's simple. I think we complicate it as humans because we try and figure everything out and sometimes you can't, you know? But you, you're well. Sometimes you can, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> your, your your mother was a school teacher. She was. So here you are making it part of your life's mission to figure things out. And at school teacher, that's they're trying to get their kids to figure stuff out. Yeah, I think so teachers. How much, how much question of that touched yeah. you? I love. I mean, she always taught me to question. Um, and I think that's the best part of whether you're talking about faith, politics, life, any any you know love. Um, it's always to question it. Like it's always, I, I love that. I love to question whatever's happening in the moment. Um, one, to make sure it's real. And two, just because I don't, I don't think when you stop questioning, then you stop asking, you stop caring, right? I don't know. I, I can't say it better than that. I bet you can. No. <laughs> I bet you can effortlessly. No. <laughs> Coming up more on the science of voice and my interview with Kelly Clarkson when Star Talk returns. 
sleep, grocery shopping, themselves, just a few things working moms seldom have time for. And during tax season, you can add taxes to their list. So for all you working moms, make the easy switch to H&R Block and have an expert make easy work of your taxes. H&R Block guarantees your taxes are 100% accurate and your max refund or your money back. Plus, with their no surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even have an H&R Block tax pro do your taxes in a block office or online from the comfort of your own home. Can your current tax guy promise all that? When you're buried under life's to-dos, let the experts at H&R Block stay on top of your taxes with a return that's right on the money and your biggest refund possible. Because tax season after tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Descriptions of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any of you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Welcome back to Star Talk. I'm with my coach, Jeff Nice, and our expert guest in this episode, Brian Gill, professor of voice at Indiana University. Hello. Newmington. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're talking about the science of the singing voice, featuring my interview with Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. And I just had something to follow up. We talked about your capacity to bring an emotion or an authenticity to what it is you're saying. Right. And I I remembered... Uh, I like James Taylor, but not enough to buy all his albums. I waited till he had his greatest hits, and I, I bought the greatest hits album. Mm, okay, and on Did there, you, why were you having trouble sleeping? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> My sister can't get enough of him, and so goes to all his concerts and everything. Right, and so I'm listening to the album, and and I'm a fan of the blues. Right, okay, and in there, he has a the, blues song, the Steamroller Blues. Oh, James yeah, yeah. Taylor, he has a blues song. And then I said, okay, he's, try- he's trying. Yeah. <laughs> but 
you know, he went to like a, a, a prep school in Massachusetts right. in high school <laughs> mm-hmm. and it goes to Martha's Vineyard. And, and how many blues singers ever came out of Massachusetts? Yeah. And so, <laughs> so I, I could. Woke up this morning. <laughs> But the Volvo wouldn't start. <laughs> he does. He does drop the f bomb though in that one. He does. So I think that doesn't. Okay. Is that what that was? Yeah. yeah that's so his improv it, was not, at the end. It, it just wasn't working for me. Yeah. He was not convincing as a, as a, as it just it wasn't working. I'm yeah, sorry. it wasn't working for him either. I'm, I'm letting you know. You're the black. But I think the blues as uh, as a genre is probably the one that you would have to feel the most. I'm thinking in personally. order to. I tweeted order- recently the list of states that blues singers don't tend to come from. <laughs> oh, I love that. Utah. Top of the list. Yeah. Utah. Utah. Oh New, my New God. Hamps- New Hampshire. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm just, how did I miss that tweet? That's amazing. How did you miss that? How did I miss that tweet? I'm that is saying. phenomenal. Yeah, you got to be like from Alabama. Right. Mississippi. Exactly. You got to be Poe in Chicago. You got to be Poe in Chicago. Yeah. That's it. Right. Louisiana. Yeah, some right. You need to, right. Exactly. You got to, there's got to be some poor black people near you somewhere. <laughs> That's what it is. Or you don't have the blues. Colorado? No. No, no Colorado blues? No. You know what I mean? It's what right. do they sing about? Just like Rocky no Mountain snow, High. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what my you get. Ski, you get my skis broke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? No hot chocolate at the lodge. <laughs> like, really? Only no. three marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, dude, that's yeah, so, brilliant. I know. Just saying. That is that's, brilliant. You got to find that tweet. That is, I, I can't about wait. six states. Yeah, that is six brilliant. And the Utah Blues, I'm going home to write that. <laughs> I'm going to write that song tonight. I guarantee you, I the, the Utah, Utah Blues. Blues. Can't wait. <laughs> so let's get back to my interview with Kelly Clarkson and see where that takes us next. Check it out. Do you think of your voice as an instrument that needs cultivating and care? And, yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I have to. I well, mean, the reason so, why the reason why I ask is we were in the green room before you performed in the YouTube yeah. space, and. But before you're like just yucking it up with everybody in the green room, and you just walk out there, and then yes. out comes this. Where does how do you? Where, how? Well, I warmed up earlier this morning, so I definitely, I definitely aimed to warm up every day. It's just like a speaker, like a public speaker. Like yeah. your voice is, or a runner, your voice is a muscle. You know, it's these little things that you have to keep trained. And I know some singers don't have to. I think I've heard Jennifer. Um, in an interview, Jennifer Hudson, she said that she didn't. <laughs> You're oh, sorry. First name people. Oh, sorry. I, I'm going to start name no. dropping first name. No, no, no. Okay. I'm saying it because I don't Steven. think she does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, my turn. <laughs> my turn. Okay. My turn. <laughs> yeah, you're in a different pool of people. I was reading Ike uh, the other day. Yeah. Uh, Isaac Newton. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm Jennifer saying, Hudson. No, I'm saying she's, uh, you know, a huge, another, another big vocalist as well. Yes, mm-hmm. and she's a she's a big vocalist, and she doesn't. She said in the interviews, I found it shocking. She was like, I don't warm up at all. It just happens. So I'm not like that. I have to warm up a bit. There, I can do it. It's just not going to sound as good. Okay. Um, no, not to call you out, but. You are 15 years older than you were when you won yes. an idol. So is the warm-up the same? Oh, it's now? easier. Easier. Yeah, I think, Why? you know what's funny? I saw Tony Bennett um, Good. at this. Tony oh, Bennett. another. Thank you. No, no, that's fine. Had no. both names. Just so, I saw Tony. No, we, I was we, saying I, I, I was at this event, <laughs> and this was years ago, and he sang, and he was, you know, 80-something, and I was like, 
I mean, he killed all of us. Mm-hmm. Like he he was amazing. And I'm a Tony Bennett fan, but I was, you know, I don't know. I thought maybe the older we get, like, I don't know. Sometimes people sound different. He sounds even better. Like a fine glass of wine. It's so beautiful. And I will say, if you're doing things correctly and you're taking care of yourself and you're not ruining your chords, I think that you get better with age. Your your voice sounds more lived in and it sounds like I can go lower. I can go higher. I like like that phrase, lived in. Yeah. Like a good pair of boots. Just to be clear, in the green room before she went out, okay. I understated what she was doing in the green room. She had friends, her husband, her, her agents, her book, everybody. And she's just yucking it up with everybody while she's eating chicken and waffles. Wow. Just just, just scarfing down chicken and waffles. So I'm that's, thinking- That's a good warm up. Is yeah. this, is she about, what's about to happen after this? I'd had no idea. She went out there- And ripped it And apart. ripped, just, just tore a new one. In, oh, wow. So tell me about the anatomy of the vocal cords. So, uh, well, there are two- And clients, while you're so, at it, I'd like yeah. to distinguish them, if you can, yeah. from that of other primates. Okay. Or anything else that that would make sounds like birds or okay. whales. Yeah, Ooh. one of the main things in in human beings, the the larynx, which is the voice box right here, uh-huh. has descended, and so it creates a bent resonator. That's like a space here, and then a space going this way. Mm-hmm. That are roughly about the same so size. So up, upward, and, and then forward. Yeah. The other species have a larynx that's way up there, and so so they they only use it for sound, and they don't use their tongue very much for articulation mm-hmm. when they're making sounds. So that's so, unique about human beings. Um, so where the, <laughs> the others <laughs> come sound like. The nutty professor, you're like, so anyway, um, so so that's one of the unique features, and then you've got, I mean. With voice use, you've got this power source, which is the air that comes from your lungs. You've got the tissue here, the vocal folds that vibrate, that create sound, and then that sound's filtered through the space above it. So that's the basics of the the, the way the instrument works. Now, does, instrument. Does, okay. does so, that serve any purpose for us, socially or otherwise, that we would be so different? Yeah, yeah, and, and the way we use our voice, too, serves a purpose. There, there was a study not too long ago where people could judge um, uh, trustworthiness and dominance in, I think it was 500 milliseconds of listening to someone. Really? Yeah. So, so it was, oh, yeah, so 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 right deep away. information about social interaction is communicated just by the tonality just of your voice in milliseconds. Wow. So and and so there there's certain habits that people have that are often rated higher or you know like the way a a woman mo- modulates the voice like mm-hmm. using different pitches and things mm-hmm. like that. That's that's trustworthy. A person who does that, and then same thing with male. And if they're valley girl, that they, that they speak they, a little right? bit higher, and they say, "Now like, listen, we have to." That that that's also rated honey, as trustworthy. Honey, <laughs> please, sweetie. Okay, so it's not just words. So, for example, the writer has that challenge mm-hmm. because if you're just putting words on a page, mm-hmm. it's harder to then communicate the tonality mm-hmm. of yes. how that's actually being expressed. So exactly. the good writers somehow get that in the sentence, mm-hmm. right? Either yep. by the pre-descriptor, she responded anxiously or mm-hmm. she, right. and then you, you, you put that in. Right. But you don't need any of that if you're just speaking it. Right, because right. you can hear that. So you can hear right. all these things. Yep. Right. Okay, so. And if you understand the emotions, like the trigger four voice goes through the limbic system, which is part of where emotion comes from, hypothalamus. trigger four voice. The trigger, like the, the Oh, the impulse, trigger four voice. The nerve so firing the trigger four Trigger for voice. the interaction yep. of voice with yes. another person. It runs through the limbic system. And so oh, emotion wow. then can be in coded on the voice because it's, it's running through there. Which is why when you were talking to someone and you say, I'm terribly sorry, but I really need yeah. you to move this along. And they say, 
calm down. And you're like, I am not upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you a lying right, motherfucker. Exactly. It's, right, hard, right, right. it's hard to hide. It's, it's hard, hard to hide because it's there, which was what makes a performer so unique because they're taking, they're actually taking a signal. You know what happens to your voice if you're really upset. You, you lose your voice. I mean, you can't do anything. So a performer's taking that signal and they're getting just enough of the emotional information, encoding it on the voice so that a on community can understand it. Yeah, on Whoa. purpose in the moment, but they're not going too far. So there's this whole thing nowadays where people are trying to push people to feel and then person gets in there and they're like and they can't sing right and it's like that's that's too far so we have to figure out it's much more complex than that you can't be void of emotion but you also can't be over overwhelmed by it so tell me uh, can you reflect on her comments about age and what that does with your voice yeah so first I, you know all the sopranos they're done but you know they're no 80 often, year old sopranos yeah, yeah. rare it's a rare I thing like marilla franey though series i'm sorry <laughs> got, a shout out to marilla franey though Okay. She's one of the best in the opera world, and she's 80-something now and, uh-huh. and still sounds beautiful. At, so, but, at 80-something. But they usually yeah, send yeah. them happens. out to pasture, so what's but, going on there? Yeah, so what happens, there's a breakdown in the voice, and one of the things that jumped out in that clip was, I mean, I, I believe Kelly's in her 30s? I yes, think. yes, so, yes. Yeah, so that's not, that's not aging voice. That's like the prime of your life for voice. Right. So uh-huh. you get in there, the musculature develops in your 30s and into your 40s, and then it starts right around in the 50s, mid-50s, it starts going downhill in that there's muscle atrophy, there's a thinning of the vocal folds themselves, and so and there's also calcification, ossification, and calcification in the vocal in the uh, voice box. Yeah, hardening, hardening which yeah. gives you less flexibility, and so there's a downgrading of of a, of technique. It, it would make you less versatile, but it still it wouldn't mean you still can't put some soulful Definitely not. elements in your song. Yeah, and what I think what she like was the Tony saying, Bennett example. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorites, and actually functionally, he he lasted far more than other singers of his era. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but but the others died. But exactly. Sammy's dead. They're all gone. All gone. All gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to do. Yeah. Yeah. Martin's yeah. dead. That's I'll live perfect. Him. <laughs> that is perfect. Perry Cuomo's yeah. dead. Right. They're Bing Crosby. All of them. They're all dead. All dead. Nice, but yeah, if you if you combine the understanding a person gains over, through life, that even even the sort of uh, lack of ability they may have or flexibility that they may have is made up for in their understanding of emotion and and they're more deeply grounded in life. So that shows. Hmm. Interesting. So you know, today, um, I'm as I came to learn, your singing voice, like most things in society, can be enhanced by technology. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, asked Kelly about. Auto-tuned. Uh-oh. Just find out how, how that plays. Let's check it out. Am I allowed to ask you in front of cameras? Uh, have, yes. Do you use auto-tune? On records? Yeah. Yeah, we don't do it live, but we definitely have used it on records. Because auto-tune, can, you can now do it live. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what you sing here comes no, out No, you can do right it live. There are people here. that do concerts that have their uh-huh. vocals. Yeah, because I mm-hmm. know who they are. Because so, <laughs> I know the yeah, people know. that work it's, for them. These are just people in the closet about their uh, auto-tune. Yeah. No, there are people that auto-tune live. Right. Um, I don't do that live. I don't want to take away from that emotional moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's on record, I don't mind. If I ha- if I love a performance and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to nail that again or if I even try it again and I haven't nailed like there was just everything was perfect but one thing I don't want that one thing to to ruin the whole, to ruin the whole vibe so okay. so I don't mind I don't mind like using it sparingly but we definitely don't use it a ton because it's a major addition to the musician's arsenal the yeah, I mean, and it's and it, there are a lot of cool things you can do. I mean, I know a lot of guys in rap use them because mm-hmm. it sounds cool. Like, oh, that's when you, you know, oh, okay? That, so yeah, they we, like we, over. We did a whole uh, program for Nova. Yeah, uh, back when I was host of a Nova yeah. spinoff called Nova Science Now. Yeah, I interviewed the guy who invented 
auto tune. Yeah. And he was telling me about what happens if you uh, if you change. It? Yeah, you can manipulate it over the edge mm -hmm. and then it makes that funny yeah the distortion. robotic kind of weird yeah right and which can be cool sometimes like on this we we did it on medicine on this album he made it clear that that was not the intent <laughs> the intent is to fix your note to be the proper note absolutely not to dangle off the side of the waterfall yes absolutely. where all these extra weird noises come from yeah. yes and it's also cool like okay there's a song called medicine that's where we use it like on medicine um there's this part that goes um Never give me high, never give me lit, and it, and I sing it. But then there's this also part they literally took my vocal and almost like changed it, manipulated it like an octave lower mm. to where it has this like never give me high, and it's like this. It sounds like a man. My mom was like, "Who's the man on your record?" <laughs> I was like, "That's my voice." They just manipulated it. Uh -huh. So there's really cool things you can do with it. Um, I think at the end of the day, if you're not capable of doing it live, then I don't think you should maybe do it. That's my personal thing. But if it's like gonna ruin a moment that was really beautiful and like you don't want to change that moment that doesn't bother me yeah so brian would you say auto-tune in music is analogous to doping in athletics mm. chuck hosts a, a sports spinoff of star talk called playing with science cool. and all manner of these topics come up but i mm -hmm. now we have an analog in a whole other field mm -hmm. you are fixing your performance yeah mm -hmm. yeah well so yeah. that people will applaud voice rather doping. than that is, voice well, doping yeah that's cool doping brings i mean doping in sports brings you to the ability to do it though live Right. Whereas autotune does it. Autotune puts it on some kind of digital format. And so I think what Kelly said is right on the money. I think if you can't do it live, what's the point? Because you're trying to commune. Most people perform because they're trying to commune with people. Yeah, but if you can't so, perform any longer and autotune helps you hit that note, yeah, yeah. then that to me sounds just like doping. It does. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready for a fight, <laughs> it, no. but no, no, that's it. There yeah, it is, I, settled. I, I agree with you, Doctor Tyson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, just a, another quick one. Do you think that uh, computers will one day, AI, for example, will be able to not only compose an emotional music but then perform it in a way that we might not even need humans because it'll know how to maximize access to your emotional. Mm. Uh, purse strings, not purse strings. Uh, emotion. Heart strings. Heart strings. Heart thank strings. you. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go on on record saying no, <laughs> never gonna happen. Yeah, well, I don't want it to happen. He doesn't want it to happen. It ain't like by, he know he by, don't want it. By the way, Brian, they'll never be able to write a funny joke either. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. There's no computer. Um, my two experts. Gender. Right. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we gotta take a quick break. When Star Talk returns, more of my interview with singing sensation Kelly Clarkson. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. 
Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. We're back on Star Talk. Co-host Chuck Nice, guest Brian Gill. Yes. Vocologist. Vocologist. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, we're featuring my interview with singer-songwriter, voice sensation, Kelly Clarkson. Yes. And just before we went to break, uh, we were talking about whether autotune, which puts you on note, Contrary to how many so many people think of autotune right. as doing a funny thing, yeah, it puts you on. Yeah. <laughs> with, you become a warbler yeah, or something. Exactly. It puts you on note. Do you believe? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cher. Yeah. Uh, are you? Darn good. Are you? Uh, and you said it was. It had meaningful analogies to doping in sports, but then during the break, you mentioned that there are actual singers who are actually taking actual steroids. Yes. In support of their voice. Yeah. So if you for some that are are, are legit and they have a big gig that they've got to do, and if you're going to earn fifty thousand dollars, you're going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, if you take steroids, it can reduce the swelling and enable you to get through a performance. But they're abused often. So folks behind, you know, they'll be backstage in a Broadway show and they'll be looking who has steroids, who has steroids, and looking for pills. I need the juice, that, man. That, that, exactly. And it's it's usually no, no. What they have, they're, they're actually pumping iron too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, they're buff. These are buff people. So. Right. <laughs> wow. That's why the singers are getting. Buff. Oh, my. (laughs) So let's get back to my interview with Kelly Clarkson. Did you know she's also an author? No, No, I did not. She's written children's books. That doesn't Uh. count. (laughs) 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 Let let me tell you why it counts. Let me tell you why it counts. Go ahead. Uh, There will always be children to buy your book. Whereas there's only one pool of adults at any given time. uh, This is so true, and uh, but a a a brilliant marketing scheme does not legitimacy make. (laughs) 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 Anyhow, I found out that she wrote a lullaby to go with each one of her books. So I just had to I had to get inside that and find out what was going on. That's cool. Let's check it out. I also understand you wrote a lullaby for each of your two books. I wrote a lullaby for the first one. I love lullabies. Yeah, I do too. It was when I was going to write a lullaby for each one, and we might still do that, but the the Christmas one, which was the second one in the Rivero series, I actually did a full-on Christmas song for, original every once in a while. So we did a full-on Christmas song for the second book, but there's a lullaby for the first one. It's the song I sang to her when she was a baby. So, So lullabies, I think it's scientifically demonstrated to be soothing to babies. I mean, we knew that- Empirically, but yes. I think you can study brain patterns and what parts of it it hits and it yeah. and it calms. Anxieties. It's almost the same as a speaking voice, like a smooth, rather than a like your voice compared to my speaking voice. <laughs> yours would be more soothing. So you can sing and I can speak, and we can like go on the yes. road. We have a duo. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I say the universe, and I go the universe. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually good. Yeah, I like good. it. So, Brian, is there a um, a definition of a lullaby? Uh huh. 
Um, the functional you, definition. It's. I mean, uh, other than from that, what ba- I understand, babies dig it, right? Other babies than that. dig it. <laughs> no, I th- I, the basic idea is it's a construct of a song that's designed to be super simple, mm-hmm. with, because with their cognitive functioning, children can't process something that's too difficult. So it has really consonant intervals, mm-hmm. uh, not consonant, dis- not dissonant. Oh, not dissonant. Uh, it's the opposite yeah. of dissonant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Da da da. Yeah. Da da da. Okay. Yeah. Simple. Mellow. Yeah. Yep. And then repetitive. rhyme like exactly. And melodies. repetitive is key. Right. So repetitive. something that's repetitive. So, so that it's it, all of music today. Basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fall asleep yes, often. Exactly. It's like okay. you know when you listen to the radio, it's like, hey, you're an idiot. You'll like yeah. this. <laughs> Is that what that? I'm sorry. That, that's the preamble to every song. <laughs> Pretty the much unspoken every song, preamble. The unspoken preamble. Hey, you're an idiot. You might like this. The dummies are gonna love it. <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite so, lullaby? Ooh, it's uh, "Feed the Birds." Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. I don't know it. Yes, you do. Do I know it? Oh my gosh! And I love just the words, the and the, she sings it to to lull the children to sleep, oh. and it's a, and she sings about the bird woman at St. Paul's Cathedral. This Feed is getting scarier. The bird, <laughs> tuppence a bag, tuppence, tuppence, tuppence a bag. <sighs> <laughs> it worked, Neil. Wait, 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 wait. It just happened. It worked quick. It worked. <laughs> and 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 Man. so there's a bird lady who's homeless. Right. Who you buy bags of crumbs from her to then feed the hungry oh, birds on the steps of St. Paul's. Oh, that's sweet. And there's a line where she says, um, "The saints and apostles look down as she sells her wares. Although you can't see it, you know they are smiling." Each time someone shows that he cares. Oh, oh this, uh, that's sweet, it's a man. really beautiful Comforting. song. Very, that's, that's it's, yeah, it's beautiful. That, it's socially conscious, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. and and these are not infants. They were they're they're tweens. Yeah, the mm-hmm. kids are tweens, and so so that's my favorite. Well, you got a, a lullaby. My favorite lullaby, "Sexual Healing" by Marvin Gaye. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really trying, baby. Yeah, yeah. Brian? To sleep or get in the bed? <laughs> Just trying to figure that. There's it's a difference. It's not to go to sleep, it's yeah, to sleep with. Right. Yeah, There's yeah, two yeah. different it's uses different of things. Two different things, right? Mine are, my, my wife, Kim, beautiful, most beautiful soprano voice you've ever heard, and she sings to my boys every night. We both do, but, but she'll sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow to one. Oh. By request. She takes okay. requests. Okay. And then the other one she sings, The Easter Bunny is Coming to Town Today. The Ooh. Easter Bunny is Coming to Town Today. And he just sits there. And he loves yeah. it. <laughs> he wait, loves how old it, are they? Uh, seven and nine. Seven and nine. Yeah. Wait, wait. Get... So, you, you, so you married another singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because of That's her voice. a thing? We were performing together. I heard her voice. Nice. She was rehearsing, and I heard this voice, and I was like, man. And then later, I met her. I didn't know it was her voice. And I walked up, and I was like, whoa, man. Ooh, <laughs> and then I put the two in together. It was so a it was deal. a mating call. Okay. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Come to me. <laughs> That's, That's It's awesome. like the penguins in the movie. <laughs> right. Only it's the, the sound for just one <laughs> other person <laughs> in the whole world. Everything else was silenced. That's tremendous. And the sun rose. (laughs) That's awesome, man. That was cool. Congratulations. Good choice. A house of music. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) The boys sing really well because we sing to them all the time. Man. So. Yeah, that's a singing household. That's a, yeah, <laughs> I grew up in one of those. Uh, uh, we we called ourselves um, the Von Blacks instead of like, <laughs> the Von Traps. Instead of the Von Traps, yes, <laughs> uh, we were the Von Blacks. Was, uh, every night when we went to bed, I was like, "So long, farewell. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye." You know, good night, bitch. You know? 
that's the Von Black the element Von Black. of it. The, <laughs> t- the tender story. What's that? What's that, what, what's that other book? Um, uh, it's a, it's a parody on Goodnight Moon. It's. Oh, 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 it's Go the Fuck to Sleep. <laughs> that is yeah. the name of I'm serious. Get the Fuck to Sleep. Get the Fuck to Sleep. I read that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a real book. Yeah. I'm done with you. <laughs> Lay down. Oh, Shut up. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Okay, just to atone for this bit of the conversation, <laughs> yes, exactly. we got to put a link in this to when uh, LeVar Burton read to me Goodnight Moon. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, he read it to me. That's very cool. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. I love that one. Touching moments. Yeah. <laughs> So in this last clip with Kelly, we bonded over the poetic beauty of the great American total solar eclipse of August 2017. Let's check it out. So you're from Tennessee? I'm from Texas, but I've been in Tennessee for over a decade. Okay, so you're a resident of Tennessee. I'm a resident. Okay, now I arranged to have a total solar eclipse go completely through your state. Actually, Sumner County, where our farm is, is exactly like one of the best places. So um, we maybe my invitation was still in the Lost mail. Lost in the mail. I, I, well, I'll go back home and check. You could have come. Maybe it was there. We had a cookout. I, I don't know. We were, we were I, on our land just I, hanging out. I, I would, Maybe it's still in the... In it's the totally, <laughs> I just didn't have your address, the right one. <laughs> Did you have any like astro person on your ranch for this? No. we. You had no scientists on the no. ranch? Do you... Do I? I love that I appear that I have scientist friends too. <laughs> that I, that I'm that cool. He's a scientist at arm's reach. Uh, no. Well, we do have Chris Dye on our team, which he's a genius. We call him MacGyver on tour, but he wasn't in Tennessee at the time. Okay. But yeah, we we were floored though. It was one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. Followed by a moon shadow. It was so cool. Steeped in darkness. Steeped in darkness. Write oh. that book right now, sir. Look at Steeped you. Steeped in darkness. <laughs> nice. Okay, so the next time there's a total solar eclipse over your farm, you're going to call me up. I, I will call you up. I'm going to call you, and you aren't going to come, <laughs> but I'm going to call you. You think I won't. Actually, the next time to see it, I think, is it, um, where's the next, the next one they said that was coming, was it in 24? Well, 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 there's there's an eclipse every couple of years, so they're not as rare as the press would have you believe. No, 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 agree. Right, right. But, so, and nowadays we have airplanes. So, yeah, like there's one like in South America, like next year or the year after, yeah, you know, 2019, I think. So you're never really that far away from the next one. Yeah. And lately, by the way, two thirds of our surface is ocean. So there are entrepreneurial sort of ocean people who say, we'll sail our boat into the eclipse path, and then you have an ocean cruise the rest of the time you're there. What? Oh, yeah. That's pretty sexy. Yeah, it totally, totally yeah. works, completely. Nice bottle of wine? Uh, totally. Yes. So, Singing so, so, so the total eclipse of our heart? <laughs> 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 Nothing I can do. Have you seen that video? Yeah. It's amazing. So I tweeted during the eclipse uh, all the songs I knew that referenced oh, God, a, a total so solar eclipse. So you should look it up. There's I am some not songs that in there. Fun. No, no, you can make you can make the eclipse album. Yes. You know, no, we'll totally. Oh we'll, my god, that's great. We'll collaborate. And listen. you hear that Atlantic Records? That's your next. <laughs> the duet between us. You could be like the the. You're the voice though. You're the sexy voice in Boys to Men, and I'll be the singer. You do that. Hey baby, you just come in and you just start talking it out. Talk science, dirty I'll science. Say, Talk nerdy to me. I, I say, <laughs> Kelly, look west. Look west. <laughs> Here comes the moon shadow. Moon. <laughs> 1,800 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just come in with, whoa, 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 whoa. 
It is a cone through space of darkness. <laughs> darkness, darkness, darkness. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. She's every bit as fun as that conversation sounded like it was. And, and it sounds, she also sounded pretty authentic to me mm-hmm. in yeah. every way. I mean, I, I was totally uh, like, it was, now maybe people just can be like this, you know, mm-hmm. where right. you kind of like, you were friends your whole life. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I used to take that personally, like, wow, we really bonded, but right. I think they're just like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And that anyone in a conversation with them might feel the same way about them. Right. So, so she just has that type of uh, spirit. You think spirit? That that's a good word. Yeah. Grounded, down yeah. to earth. Right, yeah, really yeah. Sounds anchored, yeah. solid person. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I, 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 I'm more of a fan after hearing your interview with her. I mm-hmm. have to say, and by more of a fan, I mean I am now a fan. <laughs> L- love that was so a, soft. That wasn't your thing, right? <laughs> I'm just, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't your thing. No, I've always liked Kelly Clarkson. Always. Yeah. So, so uh, this this uh, Eclipse song that we were sort of sketching, do, like you, do you have a favorite universe song? It's really not a universe. It's more of uh, the, the closest uh, celestial body in the solar system than it is a universe song. But uh, fly me to the moon oh. and let me play amongst the stars. Okay. So now- uh, people think of that song being about the moon, but the moon is is like the closest thing it that's sings what about. That's it, yeah. it also sings about Jupiter and Mars. That on Jupiter, <laughs> let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, please be true. In other words. I love you. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been Star Talk. <laughs> Take it on the road. We're the three tenor. No, the three whatever. The three amigos. <laughs> Brian, thanks for coming in for this. My yeah. pleasure. We'll have to so find real. you again. Three, uh, please, bring we, me back. We please. will totally bring you back. Yeah, All right. Fun because, yeah. because we get singers. Every, you know, what are we going to do with this singer this time? You know, But if right. we get a vocologist, he can come at it from every angle. Bring Absolutely. It on. Bring it on. I'm exactly. Ready. You got it. I'm going to start using that. So what do you do? I'm a vocologist. <laughs> Here's my card. Yeah, you can't say I'm not. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. How the hell are you going to tell me I'm not a vocologist and you don't even know what the hell it is? Okay? All right, <laughs> Chuck, always good having you. Always a pleasure. Uh, I've been your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. Uh, and I want, I want to thank Brian, Chuck, and of course, Kelly for making this show happen. You've been listening and possibly even watching Star Talk. And as always, I bid you to keep looking up. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.